Hallelujah. Yes, good morning, Mechanicsville. How you doing this morning? This is Don Curtis. And guess what? This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, we thank God for this Friday morning. Yeah, he's been faithful and true for us all week long, and we just give God thanks and praise today. I tell you, today is a day, great day for celebrating. Yeah, celebrating life, celebrating what Jesus Christ has done for you and for me. Yeah, celebrate your tremendous relationship with God as your dad, as your father. I tell you, it's amazing. We just give God thanks and praise this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Centerville, Maryland. Good morning to you. Good morning, Wagon Barrow, England. Good morning to you as well. All those that listen to us in the United Kingdom, good morning to you. Yes, we have some new listeners in Boston, Massachusetts today. Good morning to you. Yes, good morning, Ashburn, Virginia. Yes, Graysonville, Maryland. Flagler Beach, Florida. Yes, Waldorf, Maryland. The plate in Lexington Park, Maryland. Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, on the West Coast, San Jose, California, Redmond, Washington. Good morning to you. Truly amazing. That's who he is. You declare it. Amazing. Come on, let's talk about his love and his grace. Yes, those that listen to us in Thailand, good morning to you. In the Philippines, good morning to you. Nanobia, good morning. Good morning to you. Romania, good morning to you. Those in France, good morning. Brazil and Germany. Good morning. <laughs> That's who the Lord is. Come on, let's declare it together. Amazing. Hallelujah. Everybody sing steadfast. Yes, Kenya, good morning to you. Cameroon, good morning to you. Nigeria, good morning. Hallelujah. Listeners in Australia, good morning to you. In Canada, good morning. Make no doubt about it. He's amazing. Come on. Dominican Republican, good morning to you. It's an everlasting love. Your grace is sufficient for us. And I see your face. Oh. 
tell you your life is amazing i hope you're seeing that you have an amazing life yes you do i hope that's true for you yes this is an amazing opportunity amazing privilege that god has afforded to you and to me and he has no respect of persons at all so it's really available to anybody anybody and everybody i tell you i'm just so excited about it because i know the answer to everyone's situations everyone's problem and whatnot is really this unique, amazing relationship with God as their father, as their dad, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, your relationship and my relationship with God as father, particularly the kind of father that he is, has everlasting, eternal consequences, privileges, honor. <laughs> uh, it, it is just something else. It provides for you and for me a joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can count every situation, every circumstance as joy. Yes, even when someone do does you wrong, uh, you can count that doing wrong as joy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you can think it not strange when things don't work out the way that you had planned them to work out because you know that something is happening, that you're faith is being tried, that your faith is being purified, that you're really allowing the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of God to lead you and guide you. You're not allowing yourself to become frustrated and disappointed, downhearted and brokenhearted over circumstances and situations that you really don't have any control over whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And guess what? If If you did have some control over a circumstance, and you happen to make the wrong decision, guess what? God is able to work that together for your good. He works all things together for your good. And when you receive that, you embrace that, that's your life, that it doesn't make any difference what 
is happening, what is going on, that your father, your dad, (laughs) because of who he is, that he works all that together for your good. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) It, It makes every day amazing because you don't know what the day is going to bring except for another adventure of God making everything work together for you. Another day of adventure of you seeing and recognizing that he causes you to always triumph in Christ. That today is another day of victory. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's an amazing day. Uh, It's an amazing time. You are an amazing person. There is nobody else like you in all the universe. And, you know, we make that declaration about Christ himself that there's none like him. We make that declaration about God himself that there's nobody like him. He's the one and only true God. And guess what? The same kind of declaration can be made about you, that you're uniquely you. There's nobody else like you in all the universe. There never has been and there never will be. You are special in so many different ways. And this is, <laughs> the reason why you are like that is because God has made you in his image and his likeness. And because there's nobody like him, there's nobody like you except for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like you. You're like him. <laughs> such variety, such difference. Yes, and you and I live in a world in a time when you and I can appreciate the variety and the differences that exist among people. We can really see God in the midst of all this. Mm-hmm. Such uniqueness, such variety, such distinctiveness that exists all around you. Yes. And so good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. We've been responding to Jesus's invitation to us to come and learn about him. Yes, we have. And we've been discovering just how amazing he is how his teaching is so amazing, so radically, so different, so outside the box. Nobody can figure him out. In fact, he is so much outside of the norm, so much against tradition and people's understanding of what God and religion and church is all about, that those that are mostly involved in their religion at their particular point in time, they want to kill him. That's that's how so far out of the box Jesus's teaching and conduct is. His behavior is so much outside of the box that they're devising ways in which they can get rid of him. They can't stand him. They don't want him any longer. They don't want him in their town, don't want him in the neighborhood. In fact, they don't, they don't even want him alive. They just want to get rid of him. They want to kill Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing that Jesus, that, that, and when we stop and realize that he is the manifestation of God, he is the word becoming flesh, it's, it's, it's amazing to understand that God is so far out of your box. He is so far different than your concept and my concept about what he's like and really what's right and wrong, what's good and evil. Uh, he is so far out of the box, so far different. Yeah, that they want to kill God. They want to get rid of God because they simply don't know him. And Jesus 
he comes right down the middle. He said, look, I'm going to let you know that you have seen me and yet you believe not. He said, I know everything about you. No man has to tell me about man. I know about man. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't stop him. And you know what's amazing in the face of all this? <laughs> there is this great salvation, this tremendous uh, purpose in Christ's life mm-hmm, that he has come to complete, and he is completing it. Verse 37 of chapter 6 in John's Gospel, Jesus boldly states and says, Look, all that the Father gives me shall come to me, every single one of them, even though you won't come to me. Guess what? Everyone that the Father has given to me, that person, they will come to me. Yes. And him that cometh, I will in no way cast out. Won't get rid of him at all. I won't trade him back in. I won't give up on him. He said, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And he doesn't leave any confusion. He says, I'm going to tell you what that will is. I'm going to tell you what God's desire is, what his heart is, what his passion is. And this is the Father's will which has sent me. I know why I'm here. Nobody can stop me from accomplishing my Father's will. Yeah, this is it. That of all which he has given me, I should lose Nothing but shall raise it up again at the last day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I mentioned yesterday, this is what gives me great comfort. Because the confidence of my salvation, the foundation of my salvation, mm-hmm. <laughs> the foundation of my relationship with God, rest in Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that Jesus Christ is going to complete his Father's will. I'm persuaded that he's not going to come short. And so because of that, I am confident that he's not going to lose me at all. Remember, I mentioned that if I'm having to be that one that's lost, if everybody else is safe and sound, but I happen to be that, <laughs> that weird one, that non-conforming one, if I happen to be that one that's wild and that's way out of I'm lost. I'm way out in left field somewhere. I don't know how I got there. I don't know how I'm going to get back. I'm simply just lost. I have no fear at all. No concern at all. Because of this revelation that Jesus is saying about himself and his relationship with his father. He said, this is my father's will. That I should lose nothing, 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 nothing. So if I'm not one that's out there, guess what? He's coming looking for me. He has another teaching where he talks about that. He says, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And he says, look, if I, if I lose one, if I got 99 sheep there and then one of them is lost somewhere, he said, guess what? I'm leaving the 99. I'm going looking for that one that's lost. And I'm going to keep on looking. I'm going to keep on searching. And I tell you what, because he's working together with his dad, and his father knows exactly where I'm at. He knows exactly where I'm at as well. And so there's no hiding at all. There's no place where I can be. There's no place where you can be, and he cannot find you. I'm convinced and confident that he will find you. He has to find you. Because if he does not find you, if he does not <laughs> keep you from 
being permanently, eternally lost, if he does not raise you up on the last day, guess what? He has not done his father's will at all. He will be just as sinful. He will have missed the mark. He will have not completed his father's will and purpose and passion at all. And I tell you, this is the peace of God. This is God's peace that he invites you and I to enter into. This is the rest of God. This is God's rest. He is confident that Christ is going to accomplish exactly what he sent him to do. Mm -hmm. And this is the faith that he makes available to you and to me because he first trusts in Christ because God the Father has confidence in Jesus Christ to achieve exactly what he sent him to achieve. That faith now produces faith in me. My confidence is God's confidence in Christ. I'm confident that what he has started in me, he will complete it until the day of his son, Jesus Christ. And I tell you, that's what makes this salvation so amazing. That's what moves us out of what you do and what you don't do as the basis of your eternal salvation. It blows that out of the water. It gets rid, get rid of it totally. It rids you of that, of every works kind of theology at all. It moves it out of the way. It has nothing to do with your praying, your fasting, your Bible reading, your going to church, your tithing. It has nothing to do with none of that. It all boils down to one thing and one thing only. And I love this because it makes it so simple that even a drunk can see this. Yes, it boils down to one thing. Jesus Christ himself. He says, this is my father's will. I have come down not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is my father's will, which has sent me that I have, that I leave, that I lose nothing. All that he has given me, I should lose none of it, but raise it up again the last day. And he repeats it. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And listen to this, and I will raise him up at the last day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone that sees the son, that understands the son, that has some understanding about him, that has been revealed to him, and listen to this, and believes on him. And I just made a declaration that I, in my life it's boiled down to Christ. What's your declaration? What are you saying? What are you leaning on? What are you depending on? Are you depending on your commitment, your dedication? And when you feel like you haven't done enough, you rededicate yourself over again. Are you depending on how effective your prayers are? Are you depending on how much you fast? That sounds like the Pharisees. They pray and fast all the time. And Jesus said, look, you, you guys are dead. You guys are full of dead men bones on the outside. You look all religious, all this kind of stuff because you're praying on the side of the streets in every place. Yeah, you're, you're tithing every little thing, even down to the smallest seat and whatnot. He said, but you're forgetting the most important thing. Yes, yes. It's Christ. It's Christ. It's Christ. It's Christ. It's him. That's why you can never exaggerate just how important he is. You cannot overstate God's love for you and for this whole wide world. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about him. It's all about him. It's all about him. This is the will of him that sent me that everyone which seeth the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at that last day. That's what my confidence is in. 
It's in Christ. That's what it means to believe in him, that Jesus will do exactly what he said he would do, that he is exactly who he said he is. When he says, I am the bread of life, I believe that, that he is a staple of my existence, that without him, I don't exist. I have no purpose. I have no vision. I have no passion for life whatsoever because of Christ, because, <laughs> but because he is the bread of life, because he is that water that shall quench my thirst, because that's true. I'm discovering it. I don't get thirsty anymore. I don't get hungry anymore because of the kind of bread, the quality of bread, the quality of life because of who he is and because what he has given to you and to me. I'm thankful and grateful that I'm discovering this tremendous gift of God. Discovering who Jesus Christ really is. Discovering just how now he is in my life and in your life. He's a right now life. He's a right now giver of life. Yeah, I'm understanding now that he has come that I might have life, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful and thankful. It boils down to him. Yes. So now I have this peace. I have this joy that the world didn't give to me. The world can't take it away. It wasn't based on circumstances. It wasn't based on what I have. It wasn't based on material possessions whatsoever. It's not based on that at all. It's based on Jesus Christ. He has made this promise and it concerns me. It includes me. It includes you as well. Mm-hmm. And so now I can live, I can really live life now because I'm not caught up in whether or not I'm doing the right thing all the time. I'm not caught into whether or not I'm praying enough, fasting enough. I'm not caught up into whether or not I'm reading my Bible enough, whether or not I'm in church all the time. That That's not the issue. I'm not caught up in how much money I'm giving and that sort of thing. That's not the issue. The issue is, am I receiving Christ? Am I growing in Christ? Am I understanding him? Is he becoming more and more of my life? Do I find myself lost in him? Do I see myself as a child of God? Do I see God as my dad, as my father? Am I responding to him that way? Am I relating to God as my father, as my dad, the one who loves me, the one who's concerned about me, one who knows my hears afar off, knows my thoughts rather afar off? You can tell I'm getting excited. This is something that gets you anybody excited when you stop and realize and think and and, and reaffirm again and again in your own thoughts, in your own mind, in your own spirit that God is my daddy. He's my father and he loves me dearly. He knows what my needs are before I ask. I'm discovering all this because of Christ, because of Jesus Christ himself, because of what he reveals about the father, the truth about him. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about learning more and more about Christ. I'm not interested in church dogma any longer. I'm not interested in systematic theology any longer. I'm interested in Jesus Christ and knowing him. I'm just blown away by the fact that the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, has been given that he might take the things of Christ and show them unto me and to you, to every single one of us. That's his mission. That's one of his desires is open up our understanding that we might see Jesus Christ himself. Yes, this is exciting. This is an amazing day. It's Friday, but I tell you, I just give God thanks and praise for every single day of the week. Yes, every day is like Sunday. Yes, it is. Because every day I'm in fellowship with Christ. I'm in fellowship with God, who's my dad. I hope that's your testimony as well. And I know it is for so many, many persons. Every day is like Sunday. You don't wait till 
Sunday now to go to church. You realize that you are the church and you just can worship and praise and just be in God's fellowship, his company all day long, any day. Yes, the thing that makes Sunday special is that now you're able to see some other folk that you like. You're able to see some other folk that uh, <laughs> that you're connected with. You're able to experience the fellowship together. You're able to hear somebody else's testimony about what God has been doing for them all during the week. Yeah, you're able to see some the faces of people, the smiles of people. You're able to even <laughs> meet some new persons, person you hadn't seen before. Every day now is exciting. Even going to work is a Sunday experience because every single place you go, you're going to see people that they might not know it, but you know they've been made in the image and likeness of God. You now understand what your work is all about, why you have the skills that you have, why you desire to do what you do, and why you're doing what you're doing. And you might discover the love of Christ, and you might discover the love of God, and you might have this fellowship with him, this relationship with him, in a very unique and personal way, even on your job. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. They can't take it. They can't handle truth. They can't receive this kind of teaching that Jesus is speaking to them. They, they can't, they murmuring at him. They murmuring. They, they can't believe it. They can't receive it. They dismiss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they said, what are you talking about? I am the bread of life which come down from heaven. And they said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph? They don't know who he is, whose father and mother we know. Yeah, they don't know. They think they know, but they don't know. How is it then that he said, I come down from heaven? How is it that Jesus can say, I've come down from heaven, when we know his father is Joseph, the carpenter, right down the street, and marry his mama? Yes. How can he say he came down from heaven when we know who his mom and dad is? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. People say that about you. When you embrace who you are, that you've been chosen, (laughs) that you're special, that you're peculiar, that you're different, that God made you that way, that he has made you in his image, his likeness. They'll think you strange when you say, look, my body has become the temple of the Holy Ghost. The spirit of God lives on the inside of me. He causes me to always triumph. God knows how many hairs is on my head. Oh, they'll think you strange when you begin to really act like God is your father. He's your daddy. They say, we know you. You're right down the street. You live across the road from me. We talking about you are. Uh, a child of God, that God is your daddy. He's your father. We know who your dad is. Yeah. Jesus said, he goes on and says, look, look, he responds this murmur. I tell you another radical teaching that he says, he said, no man can come to me except the father, which has sent me draw him. And I will raise him up on that last day. He goes on with this teaching. He, he keeps saying again, this is my father's will. This is my daddy's desire for me that I raise him up at the last day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's so amazing about this salvation that God has made available to you and to me. That if you embrace this, death don't mean that much to you except for opening up a new day, opening up a whole new existence, a whole new life. 
and you know that your body is going to be resurrected again no matter where it is, no matter what has happened, because the God that you and I serve, if just one morsel of you is left, if just one piece of ash, and guess what? If there's nothing that God is able, he is able. Yes, he is. You remember he asked Ezekiel, can these dry bones live again? And they were very, very, very dry. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. This is Isaiah uh, having this relationship, this interaction with God, and God uh, trying to get Isaiah to a place of understanding just how powerful his word is, his spoken word. He tells him, preach, speak this good gospel to, the, to these dry bones and see what happened. And now you and I, we're dealing with the word that became flesh, the word that existed with God, the word that was God, and now has become flesh. His name is Jesus Christ. And he's more than just a spoken word. He says, my words are spirit in their life. And he's saying right now, no man can come to me. I know you're murmuring about me. I know you can't understand what's going on. But he says, look, I tell you what, no man can come to me except the Father which has drawn him, and I will raise him up on that last day. I tell you, I'm so excited because I know the only way that I came to Christ was that the Father drew me, even though I didn't know I was being drawn, did not have any understanding at all at that time that God was drawing me to his son, Jesus Christ. But guess what? I'm so excited. I'm so exhilarated. It's been over 30-some years, and I'm still excited. He gives about us the grace. fact that he loved me so much that he so drew me despite my ignorance, despite I didn't know, despite my deadness, that God drew me to his son, Jesus Christ. And I tell you, <laughs> I'm not going to let him go. And guess what? He's not going to let me go. So if I'm dumb enough to let him go, guess what? He's still got a hold of me. And he's not going to let me go. Good morning to you. It's amazing. Yes, it is. Good morning to you, Delaware. Good morning to you. We're grateful again for our new listeners in Boston, Massachusetts. Those that might be listening to us in other towns in Boston, I mean in Massachusetts, good morning to you. Yes, Illinois, good morning to you. Utah and Pennsylvania, good morning to you. Indiana, New Jersey, yes, New Jersey, good morning to you. Alabama and Oklahoma, Oregon and Kansas, good morning to you. Mountaineers in West Virginia, good morning to you. It's your love toward us. Daily renewed. Yes, the Show Me State, Missouri, good morning to you. He's truly amazing. Yes, the Wolverines in Michigan, good morning to you. The Buckeyes in Ohio, good morning. Hallelujah. Oh, your love. Oh, your love. 
for us. Those that listen to us on Twitter, good morning to you. He's a mighty God. He's a great king of all kings. Is anybody's testimony that God's grace is sufficient for every situation? Yes, our iTunes listeners, good morning to you as well. Those on Mixcloud, good morning to you. I can hardly wait till that day. And I see your face. Yes, our sermon audio listeners, good morning to you. I can only imagine what I'll say. Yeah, those that catch us on Spreaker.com, good morning to you as well. Those that connect with us on Facebook, good morning to you. Good morning to you. He's strong and mighty. He's faithful and true. Hallelujah to Jesus. And we celebrate him in this place. Hallelujah. He's amazing. He's amazing. That's the God we serve. I love him so much. I love him so much. Those on Patreon, good morning to you. He's amazing. 